We celebrate today the solemnity of the most holy body and blood of Christ, which is also known as Corpus Domini or Corpus Christi. And this is a very important celebration in the church because it reminds us of one of the cores of our faith, which is the Eucharist, which is something very sacred in the Catholic Church, and it's even one of the seven sacraments. So it's important in the church, it's very sacred, and that's why we have it in a very special place here. So there are many things that we call the Eucharist. One is the Mass, the whole Mass, we call it the Eucharist. Um, the second big part of the Mass is called the Eucharistic Liturgy. And the body and blood of Christ that we receive at every Mass, we call it the Eucharist. So it's very important, that body and blood of Christ, and that's why we have it here in the tabernacle. We have the presence of the Lord 24-7, and 24-7 also we have that light that is there. You see it, that big thing coming down, and then there is a candle always there. And it, 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 when it is done, when it goes off, we put a new candle, because it means that the presence of the Lord is here and now. And that's why when we enter a church, People will kneel or do the genuflection, or when you are, uh, this is, I mean, some people do it, but when people drive in front of a church or they walk in front of a church, they do the sign of the cross because of that presence. That's what makes the, this building sacred, the presence of the Lord. And I don't know if you have noticed on Good Friday, we don't have it here, because Good Friday is the only day in the Catholic Church the only day in the year around the world when there is no Mass in any church in the world. There is no Mass. There is a liturgy service. And, and then uh, we don't have it here. So many times on Good Friday, we don't have to do the genuflection because he's not present at this point. And if you have seen some churches, when they are going to have a concert or a meeting or something more secular, they take it out of the church because this is what makes the church very sacred, the Eucharist. And it makes us, all of us, sacred people too, because we receive Jesus every time we come to the Mass. I will come back to that later. But for now, I would like to talk about the second reading. You, we heard the second reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. And St. Paul is reminding people something that we hear every time we come to Mass. The night of the Last Supper, Jesus took bread and said, this is my body, and Jesus took the cup and said, this is the blood of the new covenant. We do, we remember this every time we celebrate the Mass, because we all celebrate the Mass. So, but why is St. Paul talking about this? Why does St. Paul have to remind people of this? Because it's already in the Gospels. So he is reminding people of this because there are some abuses in the liturgy. There are abuses at the Mass. And this kind of abuse is what I'm going to say. So it's the context. The Mass, or the celebration of the Last Supper, in the first century, wasn't celebrated in churches like this. This came maybe in the third century. But after Jesus' death and resurrection, the disciples or the Christians would go to a house. It was in a house of a wealthy person 
where they would have this meal, this remembrance of the Lord's Supper. So people would come to this, but there were two kinds of people because of social classes. There were the rich and wealthy people, and there were the poor people, those who had to work, because the rich people didn't work. The rich people just had slaves and had laborers, so they had a whole day for themselves. The wealthy people wanted an earlier celebration of the Lord's Supper. Usually it was in the evening. So the rich people would come in the afternoon and they would be drinking the whole afternoon with their friends and they would drink and eat and talk about everybody else. Then in the evening, the slaves and the poor people would come after a whole day of work, they would come to the celebration of the Lord's Supper. And there, were, there was a room for those who were rich and a room for those who were poor. And the rich people would have a huge banquet and nice food, and the poor people would have to eat the leftovers. So St. Paul saw that in the community of Corinth, in that city, in that Christian community. And he said, it cannot be like this. This is not what Jesus left us. This is not the meaning of the Eucharist because the Eucharist is supposed to bring us together, to unite us as a people. The Eucharist must be a sign of unity, a sign of self-giving. It cannot promote inequality. So this cannot continue to happen. That's why we find this second reading today when St. Paul is telling them, Remember that Jesus in the night of the Last Supper took bread and said, this is my body and this is my blood. He gave himself for all of us. So why are we not doing the same? That's the meaning of that second reading. And we come to today's day, today's world and today's church, and we see that in a church like this, everybody comes to the same room, everybody receives the same food, the same bread, the same wine, the same body and blood of Jesus Christ. Because we cannot promote that kind of inequality. And when we come to receive the Eucharist, we need to receive it with reverence and respect. Catholics receive the Eucharist. We don't take the Eucharist. There are other churches where they take the Eucharist, but Catholics receive the Eucharist. So when we come to receive the Eucharist, it has a huge meaning. It's not just a meal. It's not just food. It's not just the, the picnic that we're going to have with the altar service. It's not just that we go to Panera and get our sandwich and eat and then we go. This is not the Eucharist and we know it. It has a very special place. It is sacred for all of us Catholics. It is the body and blood of Jesus Christ. So when we come to receive it, and we come to receive and the priest or the Eucharistic minister says, the body of Christ, the blood of Christ, we say, amen, and amen means, so it be, or I agree, or I believe, we always say, amen. We are accepting that this is the body and the blood of Christ, and we want to receive it in our lives, and we want to be like him. We want to be like Jesus. Because when Jesus comes, everything is transformed. So if I accept to receive Jesus Christ in my life, 
if I accept Jesus Christ in my life, something changes and I have to receive it in a worthy way or in a reverent way. What do I mean by this? Pope Francis wrote a book, an exhortation. His first exhortation was called Evangelic Gaudium. And Evangelic Gaudium says, Pope Francis says, the Eucharist is not a prize for the perfect, but a medicine for the weak. The Eucharist is not a prize for the perfect, it's a medicine for the weak. So we don't come to receive the Eucharist because we are perfect. We don't come to receive the Eucharist because, oh, I did, it was a great week. Let me bring Jesus and Jesus come to me because it was, I, I'm good. Uh, that's not the Eucharist. It's because we need of the mercy of God that we come to receive Him because we need Him. We come to accept Him into our lives. So we need to come with a good disposition to receive Christ. That's why the church says when we receive the Eucharist, we need to be in a state of grace. And state of grace means that hopefully we don't have mortal sins when we receive Jesus Christ. And if we have a mortal sin, if we have committed mortal sin, then we go to the priest for confession before we come to receive the Eucharist. Or if you know that you're going to go to confession this afternoon or you're going to ask the priest, then you receive the Eucharist because it's also medicine. The Eucharist is medicine for those who are weak. But it's important to be reverent and receive the Eucharist in a state of grace. Because if I have a mortal sin, if I know that I have committed something grave and I'm away from Christ and I come to receive communion, how is that called communion if I'm not really in communion with Him? So I need to go first and make my confession and when I receive the Eucharist, I need to do this commitment with the Lord that if I am receiving Him, I am accepting Him, then it is my commitment that I want to be like Him. Lord, I accept You. Give me strength because the Eucharist is that strength of God to continue our lives as Christian people. The Eucharist is food for the journey. St. Thomas Aquinas said, the Eucharist is food for the journey. And when we receive it, we receive that strength from God in our daily lives. So today when we approach to receive the body and the blood of Christ, when we say amen, hopefully we are making that commitment that the Lord enter into my life, that the Lord transform, that the Lord give me the strength that I need to continue to live my life, to uh, overcome the vices, the sins that maybe I have in my life. Because He wants to do something good for us. That's why we come every Sunday. We need of His mercy. We need of this medicine. And we say amen and we accept it.